Hey everybody, welcome to week six of Crafting Digital History, where we bring it all together. I was going to sing uh, some Sinatra, I did it my way, um, but I won't do that to you because that would be cruel and unusual. Suffice to say, we are now at the end of the course. And looking at everything we've done so far reminds me of the first time I tried to publish something that would now be recognized as digital history. It was an agent-based simulation of Roman society, and it, it was a really hard process. It didn't really go very well because there wasn't a suitable venue for such a weird thing, this, this simulation. And there wasn't really the infrastructure to allow it to happen. So what I ended up publishing was just a traditional paper about one kind of static engagement with something that was actually meant to be really dynamic, something that was meant to generate meaning through the reader or the user's engagement with the thing in real time. It just couldn't happen. But, you know, we're in a much different place now. Over the last few weeks, you've followed a path through this course that hits the key steps of doing digital history. You have set up infrastructure for your own personal digital history lab. You've both digitized and retrieved digital historical data. You've cleaned it. You've transformed it. You've made it more usable. You've done some explanatory analyses. You've done some exploratory analyses, rather. And you've thought about how to communicate what you found. And, most importantly, you've kept excellent reflective paradata about your process. In three months, when you come back to this material and you say to yourself, how the hang did I do something? You will be able to go back into your notes and work it out and say, aha, that's what I did. Or when you are sitting in somebody else's class this time next year and you realize that there is a body of data online that you could use to answer the essay question that you've been set, you will be able to do it. You will be able to grab that information, find the interesting story within it, and communicate it in a way that makes sense for people who aren't digital historians. Well, that's the plan, at any rate. So this week, I want you to reinforce your learning by trying these steps again on materials of your own choosing. You remember that Twitter thread we looked at in week one? Go back. Go back through that thread. Find links to a body of information that interests you. And start exploring it. Do some of the tools and techniques that we have used this week, or this last few weeks, and see what you can come up with. I'm not expecting an essay or an article. You know... In truth, a complete project would involve several cycles of all these steps. No, what I'm after is something that is doable within a single week. I want that first pass, that first exploration, that first sense of, I wonder what I might find. As per usual, I want you to put all of your material, all of the artifacts that you create, all of the evidence of your work into a repository. 
But you should think of it not so much as a dumping ground, but rather what people like Ben Marwick, an archaeologist at the University of Washington, considers a research compendium. So a research compendium is a well-organized repository with subfolders for your original data, for the cleaned data, for any analytical scripts that you write, for any analyses and the paradata describing all of these different steps, and, of course, for what you've actually found, your findings. And, you know, it might be a bit of a stretch to call it findings this week. You know, where, as I said, this is only the first cycle. But for our purposes this week, maybe you could call it further questions, right? The cycle of digital history work never really ends, but with well-organized and publicly accessible research compendia, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And what's more, somebody else interested in your research can see where you left off and build from that. You know, that's what we're supposed to do in history. We look at each other's footnotes and we take each other's arguments and we extend and we find new information and we, we do new analyses that build on the historiographic work of others. Well, digital history is like that too. And a well-organized research compendia is a gift to your future self, to your colleagues, to your public, and even to your students someday. Good luck.